Now, last month, Racing Minister Kieran McAnulty released a report into Greyhound Racing saying the status quo is no longer viable and the industry must either shut down or face strict conditions. In short, it appears the heyday of Greyhound Racing may be coming to an end. So we thought it would be a good time to touch base with Greyhounds as pets with me now is Daniel Bowen, Public Relations Manager for the organisation Greyhounds as Pets. Uh, Good afternoon, Daniel. Hello, thanks for having me. Hey, glad you could join us. What was your reaction to Kieran McAnulty's announcement? Well, we've been tracking the government's review into uh, the racing industry for some time. This is... um, this dates back to Grant Robertson initiating a report. Um, the uh, Racing Integrity Board then um, put together a report on, um, I guess, the, the state of, of racing, improvements made, improvements that they would still need to make, um, so that the government can then make a decision as to uh, whether, yes, they either enforce some type of a closure or enforce some type of additional um, restrictions on the industry. Um, now, we uh, Greyhounds as Pets is not involved in racing, but we do work with uh, with Greyhound Racing to provide uh, you know adoptions to all these wonderful dogs when they come out of of the racing industry. So obviously, we do have a great deal of interest in in tracking what happens and and also making sure that you know, we have a seat at the table uh, because of course whatever they do um, could you know has the potential to impact us and the dogs you know uh, quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so when he said it was um no longer viable, in what how what was what is the what is the issue? What is the main issue with greyhound racing? Well, the 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 question um whether, you know, from the public or from the government is has been around this idea of social license. So um is and this all basically comes down to the fundamental welfare of the dog. So, you know, does is, is racing doing enough to protect the welfare of the dogs? Um, a number of of requirements and targets are set out for them, and and the report that was released uh, last month, you know, shows that um, along these points, you know, a, a number of those have had have progress. Some of them still need more progress, and so this will basically come down to. Um, to government to make a decision on. And basically what he was saying at the same time with that announcement is that um, besides releasing that report, that the government has actually, in fact, delayed that decision until after the election. So at the moment, we are kind of operating in status quo, which, again, for Greyhounds as pets, um, doesn't matter. You know, we are not part of racing. But um, like I said, you know, all of these things around the racing industry do do impact us quite a bit. Um, And so, you know, we are... Uh, tracking everything really closely. Yeah, how, how busy are you at the moment? I mean, do you get a lot of uh, greyhounds, X X rating greyhounds? We do. So we we always adopt hundreds every year. But I will say that um, adoption numbers have gone down. We um, in 2020 we have what we like to call like a baby boom um, of greyhound adoptions. Basically, people had more time on their hands because they were they were home working from home with COVID. So it seemed like a, a great time to actually bring bring that. Um, that greyhound into their home that they'd probably been dreaming about for some time. Um, however, you know, fast forward three years and uh, we have actually seen a, a reduction in the number of adoptions being completed. We're probably um, around an 18 or 20 percent drop from the number of uh, adoptions we saw in 2020. And that's not good because obviously we want to be, you know, willing to build and increase adoptions. And, um, you know, we understand that there are a number of factors at the moment, cost of living crisis and, and whatnot, that can affect this for a lot of people. Um, but um, yeah, we, we 
would really love to see more people, you know, welcoming these really magical creatures into their homes. Um, if they do, I, I guarantee they won't regret it. It was personally, it was the, the best decision I ever made. Um, and totally, totally a life changer to, to actually sort of meet and experience um, what I like to think of as like the unicorns of dogs, because they are really unlike any other kind of breed. Look, I'm a, I'm a Labrador owner, have always been a Labrador owner. What is it uh, that makes a, a greyhound so special? What are some of their character, characteristics? Well, there's just something magical about greyhounds. Like in, in many ways, they're just so different from every other breed, you know, while at the same time kind of bringing everything that you could ever want in a family pet. That they're, uh, they're loyal and lazy and loving. They can be both like majestic and goofy at the same time. They can either be noble or uh, nitwit. Um, they're fast, like they're really fast, actually the second fastest land animal on earth. But I always like to say, you know, really? they have, uh, yeah, Gosh, totally. I didn't know that. Greyhounds can break the speed limit on many of our streets. <laughs> um, um, but, uh, you know, greyhounds are not defined by their speed. Um, in fact, you'll see, like, they're fast, but more than not, they're actually fast asleep. They're, they're one of the laziest, I, I like to think they're the second fastest animal, probably the second laziest animal as well. No, uh, greyhounds are actually defined by their great big hearts, these bottomless emotional, emotional eyes. Um, and this whole wealth of really kind of unique, interesting behavior and traits that that um, will develop um, over time as you bring them home. Because one thing, you know, when you got your lab, uh, your uh, Labrador, you said, right? Yeah. When you when you brought him home, when you brought that dog home, it was a puppy. So that dog, everything it knew about its life came from you know growing up with you. Greyhounds are a bit different because their life is. Uh, in the sort of first few years, all centered around racing. Mm. So when you adopt a greyhound, it's generally going to be in the three to five year old mark. But these are dogs that have not really experienced much of the world before. So there is actually something really special about bringing this essentially adult puppy back home and, and watching it discover the world for the first time. Um, everything is different and new to them. And it's, it's really quite, quite a, a magical experience to kind of, uh, you know, bring one of these dogs home and just watch them grow and flourish. Yeah, uh, we're, uh, quite a few listeners obviously have ex-racing um, ex greyhounds with them. Uh, someone said, I'm on my third greyhound oh, obta- nice. uh, obtained through greyhounds as pets. They have all been incredibly laid-back, gentle dogs who spent most of their time lying around and sleeping. Um, and now, apparently they have quite a few quirks that people should be aware of, this, this teeth-chattering what what oh. is that about? <laughs> yeah, well, so greyhounds have, uh, yes, I you say, a, a number of quirks. And this is one of the things that makes them so special. Um, and, you know, normally if you saw a, a dog with chattering teeth, you think it was cold or scared. But no, greyhounds express love and emotion with chattering teeth. So if you see a greyhound whose teeth are going, it's actually it's probably heart is probably bursting with emotion at that moment. It's very, they're very loving dogs. Um, there's a number of other quirks that they have, like, um, Besides that, so leaning. Another way they, they show affection is, you know, some greyhounds may lick, but they're not big lickers. They're, they're big leaners. So uh, a greyhound will just come over to you and, and lean right into you. <laughs> um, they're also known as Velcro dogs because they become so attached to their owner, so loyal um, that they basically just want to be in your company all the time. Oh. Um, yeah, there's other funny things like zoomies. We call them zoomies when you know they, yeah. even though they're lazy, they do like to they, they do like to have a little a, a run around the yard. So um, yeah, we call those zoomies. Um, 
uh, a poo celebration would be a subset of the zoomies where sometimes they, <laughs> they, they, they do a poo. My dog used to do a poo, look, pull his head up, look me dead in the eye, and then go for it. <laughs> and if there are other greyhounds around as well, then they'll join in. And he's kind of like running around like, I did a poo, I did a poo. And, and they're all like, did you hear the news? He did a poo, let's go. <laughs> they're... Um, they're, yeah, they're very funny, quirky creatures, but that, you know, um, that's what makes them so sort of different and wonderful is they have all of these quirks and that's just a, a small number of them, but yeah. um, they are so different. And that's why greyhound owners often will go back and get another and get another. We call them, we, we call the greyhound community jokingly like a cult because um, one, one, once you get in, it really is, um, it's so different. When you adopt a greyhound from greyhounds as a pet, it's not like here's your dog. Uh, thanks have a nice life um our our adopters stay with us they come out we host events all over the country so that the greyhounds can get together and interact with each other because greyhounds know each other yeah. you know they're, they're different from other dogs and they know it and so they really appreciate seeing each other um the owners get to um, engage with us for support engage with each other for support really cultivate pockets of of you know greyhound pet communities all over the country Mm. Uh, someone has asked, a listener from Christchurch said, uh, I'd love to adopt a greyhound. Uh, one thing that stops me, though, is the fear of them taking off at 100 miles per hour with me on the lead. Do they do that? No. So greyhounds are, by and large, you know, of course, every every you know dog breed has uh, individual personalities. But by and large, greyhounds are excellent walkers. So they're very gentle on the lead. Um, in fact, I remember going to a dog shelter. Um, that's how I actually met my dog initially was um, I went to a, a dog shelter and there were some greyhounds there and we were going to volunteer dog walk. And because it was our first time, they wanted they gave us two greyhounds to walk first because they were going to be the gentlest dogs on the lead to walk. Greyhounds are just usually very gentle, easy walkers, um, you know, that um, if you're worried about a dog taking off at, at you know, a bull, the speed of light. Well, that's what leads are for. So that's why we walk them on leads until you get to a point where you're confident of your dog's recall. But you know, for me, I always, I always walked my dog on lead unless he was in a fenced in area because you know, they are very fast. So, um, you know, you want to, um, make sure that that dog is, you know, safe before he's able to sort of run around just for his own good. Right, right. Oh, we're getting some lovely stories in from greyhound owners. I adopted my first greyhound 10 years ago. They have completely changed my life. I've had four now and am a volunteer helping people bring greyhounds into their homes. Greyhounds are indeed a cult and yes. owners are part of a fabulous community. Hey, Daniel, thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. And uh, if anyone is interested, please hop over to greyhoundspets.org.nz and there's a, a wealth of information around the dogs, the breed, how to adopt, and you can have a look at some of the beautiful cuddle monsters that are available at the moment. Oh, beautiful. Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Daniel.